0: viking 360 mike rubin joined by brian johnson and brian this episode features the head coaches of the winter sports programs at ripley high but before we hear from the coaches let's get caught up on some of the other sports happenings here in the ripley community west liberty university opened their wrestling season on thursday evening the hilltoppers have three former vikings on their roster including twins chase and chance morgan and freshman luke miller and Rube, the women's soccer team at Fairmont State has advanced to the Mountain East
1: Conference playoffs this coming Tuesday. The Falcons feature former Lady Viking Taylor Kennedy and Mackenzie Gillespie. They wrap up their regular season on Saturday
0: at Frostburg State. Former Lady Viking soccer player Olivia Gandy is a starter at Marshall University. The sophomore recently earned second team All Academics in Conference USA. She carries a 3.93 GPA.
1: And, Rube, the Ripley High volleyball team ended the regular season on a five-match winning streak before losing at Hurricane in the A sectional tournament. The Redskins went on to advance to the regional tournament. And, Brian, good luck to the Ripley
0: Youth Football Midget League B team. They are in the Mountain State Elite Blue Division Finals this weekend. The Vikings are playing Winfield in a 4 p.m. Sunday game at Nitro High. And, Rube, hopefully all of our listeners will support Viking
1: apparel by buying all of their t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, and shorts
0: from RipleyVikings.com. And don't forget that coupon code VIKING360 and get 15% off.
1: Ripley High cross-country season crossed the finish line on Saturday. The Lady Vikings finished 7th in Class AAA, as sophomore Ellie Hossafluke earned all state honors for the second time. Viking senior Chase Pepper turned in a gutsy performance as we hear from head coach Jimmy Groves.
0: The Lady Viking cross country team not only qualified again for the state uh, meet down in uh, Cabell Midland in Ona, but had another top 10 finish. And I guess coach Jimmy Groves, you had to be pleased with that performance.
2: Yeah, it's always nice to be in the top ten in the state. We've been, uh, you know, hovering around five to seven for, for quite some time. We've got some consist- consistency going there. I mean, the, the, with the size of our school and, and the size of our team, I think we do, we represent Ripley well.
0: And Ellie uh, overcomes overcame uh, some adversity and managed to get a spot back on that All-State team once again.
2: Uh, Ellie was so impressive Saturday I kept telling her that she was ready, and, you know, when you're running, it's 99% mental and 1% physical, and she finally just got over that barrier and ran a fantastic race, ran her race strategy to perfection, and, you know, really, when you get to the bottom of the hill, uh, Calabella is when you, you have to run, and she really put it on everybody.
0: And, Coach, I know the Vikings did not qualify as a team, but they did have uh, one individual runner qualify, and... Uh, My gosh, uh, you you can't be more proud. I think uh, of this uh, senior performer for you.
2: No, Chase is just—he's just one of a kind. You know, making all state last year, he really wanted to do it again, but you know, it just wasn't in the cards. And you know, we went for a little jog before he ran, and I told him, I said, you know, life's not fair, but you got to make what you got and he really did. He cried so hard. I haven't seen a, a kid try that hard in a long time. And to come up top 25 in the state, you have to be proud and ha- hang your head high.
0: Coach, congratulations on another solid season for Viking cross country and and good luck down the road. All right, thank you, Brad. Derek Mullins is the new leader of the boys basketball program at his alma mater and he's really excited about the potential of his young Viking team.
1: All right welcome back to Ripley High School joined now by newly minted Ripley Viking head basketball coach Derek Mullins. Derek good to be with you man.
3: Thanks Brian. So
1: uh, things have changed a lot since you and I
3: last chatted
1: in basketball. Uh, coach Parsons decided to step down and spend more time with these kids and uh, in steps, Derek Mullins. I know this is uh, an, a great opportunity for you, but also a little bit bittersweet because I know you enjoyed working with Luke.
3: Every bit of it. We're cousins and I, I learned a lot from him over the years. Uh, I started coaching with him as a freshman and then I worked my way up to a JV coach and I've just always been around him. I've really worked that he's always wanted kids to work hard and play hard. And I've noticed the kids have responded to that well, and I'm going to try to keep that train going. It's just, it's been a pleasure, uh, coaching with him and I hope all the best for him. <laughs> So tell me about your
1: feelings uh, now being the head coach uh, at uh, your alma mater, where you played and uh, and uh, played very well, played on some very good teams. Has it hit you yet
3: that that you're the uh, the boss and the head man uh, of the boys basketball program? Honestly, it hasn't. I mean, it hit me right whenever everything all the news broke, and I was like, man, this is. This is a big honor, and then it really, then after that, it kind of slowed down. But now with basketball season starting to hit, it's starting to s- slowly uh, progress and kind of hit me a little bit more. But it really won't hit me until that first game, and when my nerves start to get to me, you know how that first game is. You always get nervous, and if you don't get nervous, something's wrong. You should. That first game should be special. I'm excited and looking forward to it. I'm gonna date my myself a little bit, but your dad was my freshman basketball coach, Mm -hmm. one of my favorite
1: coaches I ever played for. You come from that lineage of of coaching. Your dad coached basketball. He coached baseball. Uh, Have you and and he talked much about this opportunity,
3: and, and how excited is your dad, obviously? Oh yeah, we definitely talked. Of course, whenever the news first broke, we talked about quite a bit about it. And ever since then, we've been talking a little bit more because we've been getting the kids in the gym. And he's just been asking me what I've been doing with them and this and that, and just kind of give me some pointers. I mean, being my dad, he knows. I feel like he knows quite a bit about basketball and the, just the sport in general. And anytime I ever need something, he's always there for me. So uh, whenever it comes to this season, if I'm kind of in a, a, a string of things and I need some help, then I, of course I'll call on him, Coach. Uh...
1: Stability is something I think uh, all programs strive for, uh, and we've had a lot of basketball coaches in and out at Ripley High School for whatever reason, guys moving on to different opportunities. Uh, your thoughts of the future uh, of this program? Obviously, I'm sitting here with you. We'd like you to see you here be the head coach
3: for a long, long time. Uh, your vision of that, I guess. Have you thought much about it? I haven't thought much about it at the time. I'm mean, just want to take year year by year, but uh, consistently stability wise, I think it's huge if you have a coach here over the course of say 5, 10, 15, 20 or however long you need to be here. I think the longer the better. Uh, kids learn um, how you want them to be coached and how you want them to be played. And they learn from that. And after a couple of years, kids are like, all right, this is what he expects. This is what we should do. Um, but with me being a first-time coach and getting back into – I'm going to try to switch some things up offensively and defensively. It might take a little time. and might be a little slow from the get-go, but uh, I'm going to get them rolling and hopefully have a good year. Tell me about your coaching staff uh, and, and how what the change-up
1: is there with you stepping into the new role – who are you gonna have coaching J V and then also who else might
3: be helping you? Uh so Kevin McClong's will be my assistant coach. He was the uh head freshman coach three years ago and then he went to an assistant freshman coach and um he's been at the middle school and been around these kids. Um so I thought it'd be a a good opportunity for him to come up and help me out as the assistant coach. And then uh, Steve Hunt's also going to be my assistant coach as well. He's been around the program with the girls and the boys for as long as I can remember. He even coached me whenever I was here. So uh, he knows a lot about the, the about basketball. And then as freshman, I'm going to have Vince Reif as the freshman head coach. Um, he has also helped as a freshman head coach and was assistant uh, freshman coach for three or four years so far. So he's been around the game of basketball and got a gr- really good uh, group of guys that could help me out.
1: When I look at that status. Staff sitting on the bench for the varsity and JV games. You guys are all pretty similar uh, types of personalities. You're all fairly laid back. I know that fire's burning deep down inside because I've known you for a long time, but none of you guys really show that outwardly. I, I know watching you as a JV coach, you were pretty calm. Your kids really responded to that. Uh, and I feel like this is a, a pretty good
3: mix of personalities uh, on that bench. Yeah, um, I try to keep my calm for the most part. I feel like, as you said, whenever you kind of lose it a little bit during the games, the kids might – their heads might start spinning. They might be thinking of different things outside the game. I feel like whenever you might rip somebody or might get on to somebody, might be during halftime or during a timeout. There's no reason, in my opinion, to try to get on somebody whenever it comes uh, to a game because nowadays kids respond differently than what they did back in the day. Uh, so I just try to keep my calm, and whenever there's something that need to be said, then I'm I'm gonna raise my voice, and they know that's that I mean business. Um, and then whenever I'm calm, they know that just just play ball. Because whenever you're whenever you're playing, you do everything in practice. Whenever you practice, you should be practicing how you play in a game, and I think that's huge. Coach, scoring the basketball was a problem last year. Uh, defensively, I thought you played
1: well. Uh, you guys played with great energy, uh, played with uh, great activity on the defensive end. Scoring. <laughs> Obviously, you got to score in basketball to win. Uh, what are you doing differently this year? What are you seeing differently uh, from your kids as far as making shots? Uh, I know you haven't seen a lot because some of those guys are playing football and other sports, but mm-hmm. from the limited uh, ability that you've had to be with these guys, what are you seeing anything different?
3: Um, kids have definitely been in the gym these past past month, month and a half. They've been they've been getting some shots up, um, bitting on the gun. And then anytime we've had practice, they've been asking to stay after. Uh, so they've been getting as much shots, shots, shots up as possible. Uh, offensively, I'm going to just try to get the ball out and go. I feel like if you can score out in transition without trying to set up an offense, then it gives you a better chance of making some buckets. Once you see the ball in the hole, then that, that hole just keeps getting bigger and bigger and, and then you get your confidence up. So I'm really going to try to get the ball out and go. I'm going to try to limit the amount of sets that I run and work off the transition stuff and just let the kids play because we have a good group of guys that can play without thinking so much. And if they can do that, then uh, just it translates over to the defense side. You start playing harder on defense whenever you see the ball go in the hole. (laughs) Lastly, Coach, let's talk about your roster. you got a young – talented and pretty deep roster mm-hmm. yeah so we have a i'm i'm thinking two to three seniors that'll be coming out uh there'll be a bunch of juniors a bunch of sophomores um majority of the team will be sophomores and juniors that played on the varsity level last year uh, a couple of the seniors will be on the of course will be on the varsity roster as well um but uh, just excited to see what these guys can can bring to the table this these next couple months You've
1: got size that you don't normally have at Ripley, uh, and not just in one kid, but across the board. You've got a pretty big roster, a, a lengthy roster, I guess you would say.
3: Yeah, so uh, Luke Johnson, he's I think he's almost seven foot now. I think he's 6'11". Then we have uh, Brady Anderson, he's 6'3", 6'4". we got Elijah Miller, he's a senior, he's 6'2", 6'3". And then- um who else we have we have uh joey if yeah joey ramsey I forgot about jerry ramsey yeah he's he's tall he's parker yeah and yeah. parker boyd so we have some length and of course we have the guards as well so we have we have the mixes of the bigs and the guards that have the potential to be pretty good this year coach super excited uh to see what this season holds for you guys
1: thanks for taking the time best of luck man i'm happy for you and, and proud of you to be in this position i appreciate it i'm
3: looking forward to this year
1: Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more.
0: The Lady Viking basketball team returns more than 90% of last year's roster. Head coach John Kennedy believes the sky is the limit for this group.
1: All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. Joined now by Lady Viking head coach John Kennedy.
4: Eighth year, coach. Hard to believe. Yeah, time, time has flown by, that's for sure. Um, kind of anxious to get this thing rolling. We've had a, a good fall league. Had seven eight girls there, pretty consistent and uh, lost to the only teams really to beat us was usually the second team when we played down in GW League. Um, Capital got us. They're extremely athletic. Uh, Spring Valley, we ran out of gas the second game. Um, and then there was a travel team that beat us in uh League. So we've been going, I think, about eight or nine weeks. We shut her down last week, and uh, a lot of the girls had a great fall and nothing against the girls that were playing, you know, those fall sports, volleyball, uh, cross country, you name it. Those girls cross country. You had uh, Ellie and, and Corbin running cross country and had a heck of a year, went to states for the girls' team. Just very proud of them all. Coach, the last time you and I chatted, uh, you were playing here. Uh, you were hosting
1: Winfield in uh, sectional play. Uh, two really good basketball teams. You guys fought and battled. Uh, That game could have gone either way, Uh, but you walked away from that feeling good about the future of Lady Viking basketball,
4: and the future of Lady Viking basketball is here. Yeah, uh, I've got a lot of confidence in these girls this year. Uh, Last year, we tried to do some basic stuff with them offensively, and it just was a huge learning curve. And when you had two weeks to prepare for season and games tip off, uh, the girls were... I shouldn't say set up for failure, but they were set up for a struggle. That's for sure. But uh, we've got, you know, coming back, we've got everybody back this year. Going to be stronger, going to be quicker, going to be a little bit faster, hopefully. uh, And a lot more deeper on the bench than we've ever been. And that's exciting as a coach when you can look over on the bench and you can see your sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth person, maybe tenth, that you can get in that uh, rotation when you're out on the floor and that – I know the girls that played last year uh, (laughs) just took a little while for everybody to understand, but when you can get those girls, all of them, get them some time on the bench, not that you're upset at them or anything, but just to give them a minute, minute and a half, two minutes here, maybe three minutes, you know, get those other girls in, get them experience. that just makes us even stronger, especially going down to the postseason. And, yeah, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but I was extremely proud of the girls being so young and then bringing everybody back. Coach,
1: this team feels like it complements each other well. You've got ball handlers. You've got shooters. You've got rebounders. You've got defenders. Uh, How much of that is making sure that those girls know their role, know what you expect out of them and what the coaching staff expects out of them, or how much of that comes from within the locker room? Because I feel like you do have some leaders, some girls within that locker room that kind of police things and make sure uh, girls are staying on the right path. Uh, But – when you look at it from a macro perspective
4: you've got a lot of pieces yeah you've got uh mac this will be her third year in the program uh be kiana's fourth she's been unfortunate and been hurt uh, a couple years uh looking to have strong seasons from both of those upperclassmen and we've got to have key healthy this year Uh, that's a must to have her physical presence and size inside mac's going to do everything she's got, she's fun to watch. I was just talking to dad the other night and I said she would remind you of an old school player Mm -hmm. with all the effort and heart that she gives you. Um, So Mac will take care of the ball. Uh, We've got Kiana and Morgan Shanklin's had a a great fall. She's gotten a lot better. Um, And then you've got Sophie and Aaron uh, on the perimeter as well. And you look at Sophie and you're thinking like, she's 5'10", 5'11", and playing out there on the perimeter. (laughs) But that's where she needs to be playing. Uh, that's where she's going to play it at, at the next level. So why do I want to hold her back and you know kind of hinder her development and growth? Uh, Aaron has been absolutely on fire the last four or five games. She's got great confidence right now, and hopefully that'll lead right into season shooting a ball and handling up for us. Um, and you've got I uh, you have Addie Morrison who played with us this fall. She was just a freshman. Uh, she's going to get better every year, and yeah, we. Uh, have Maddie Parsons, who their family moved here, originally from here. Um, she's going to give you everything. She's got all the effort. You know her dad and family just like I do, and they're hard-nosed people and expect effort. Um, and then when you look at the girls that were... You know, part of it last year, and they're in the fall sports. you got Corbin, who, I mean, there was a couple games that she was leading scorer and had multiple games over double digits. And Ellie, the season opener, I think, dropped over 21 points up a Wood County Christian. And um, she's going to be able to come in, you know, handle the ball for us, run the offense. So there's a lot of pieces. And then you got Olivia Greathouse. I didn't mean to leave her out. Um, she's played all fall. You know, what I want to see out of her is consistency. I want to see that effort. I want that hard nose mentality. Uh, I know she's got it from mom and dad. Um, so I'm I'm extremely excited about the depth and, and the players that we've got. And if I forgot anybody, this is the first one I'll, I'll try to do better the next time.
1: <laughs> Coach, in the eight or ten games that we got to see you last year, uh, the shooting was pretty consistent. I thought you guys scored the ball very well. Defensively, obviously, uh, you're playing for a Coach Kennedy coach team, whether it be you or your dad, you're going to play defense. Uh, turnovers, I think, was the difference in the games that we saw you win and the games that we saw you lose. What do you feel is going to be different this year as far as that's concerned?
4: Well, you've got Matt coming in that's going to do uh, the primary of the ball handling, and then you've got Aaron who is going to help out and take some of that pressure off um so those two as the guards up top are they're going to be tough to guard and if you try to take one of them out you're going to leave the other one open and, be, and if they take mac out aaron can facilitate the offense if they try to take aaron out then you got mac and i think with them being so young last year they got thrown into some situations against some veteran teams for example like wayne i think they lost four starters i thought it was one of our best defensive games all season long and we held them number three team in the state, I think, to like 52 points, and they've been blowing people out. Um, so the defensive side of the ball, of course, we can improve a lot there. There was a couple silly mistakes. One uh, early in the season, uh, you know, rebounding, just the fundamentals, not not to want to. The want to was was there, but just the fundamentals of making that you know hit and and get mentality and that's going to grow this year and it's just going to help us out down the road coach i know you're excited uh, i've known you for a long
1: time i can see the excitement in your face uh and the positivity when you talk about this team i know you're excited to get going
4: yeah well, you're sitting there talking to me i got chill bumps <laughs> knowing that uh november the 8th we're going to get after it and uh there's going to be something special that uh Coach Frazier, or I'm sorry, Mr. Frazier, I don't know him as yeah. coach, and a lot of us do. But uh, he did a little something for the girls' basketball program, along with some other teams here at school this year. And some uh, then there's going to be the other teams we'll be taking care of next year. Uh, so if you ever see us uh, playing away, you're going to see something that uh, is going to remind you of an old 1996 team that went to the state tournament with some uh, gray jerseys. Awesome. and it, it's yeah. They're going to be sharp. Coach, uh, we're looking forward to it. Looking forward to chatting
1: with you a lot and, and getting your games uh, on the radio and also getting uh, your girls on the
4: podcast. But thanks for the time. Looking forward to Lady Viking Hoops this year. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate everything you do for me and for the girls and for all these student-athletes at Ripley High School. You guys sacrifice so much time from your families, and it's truly appreciated.
1: Wrestling coach Matt Smith is a former Viking wrestler who was a state champion on the mats. He's getting ready for year number 12 as the head coach of the Vikings.
0: All right, wrestling season just around the corner, and we're talking with Viking coach Matt Smith. Matt, how are things looking on the mat for this year for the Vikings? (laughs) Uh,
5: Pretty good. I mean, we've got a good group. Um, We've got a good group of guys coming back. We've got some good guys coming from the middle school. So, um, you know, anytime you can say that, um, it's good. You know, and it's early enough that – you know, we really won't know till we get rolling what we're going to really have. But you know, I'm excited about some of the guys I know we have, and um, you know, we'll just get moving as soon as we can.
0: Matt, wrestling is a little bit different from other sports in that you have that weight concern, and so really the guys uh, need to be looking at what weight classes they hope to where they hope to fit into the roster uh, even earlier this early in the season.
5: Yeah, this is the time of year I pull my hair out. It's kind of one of those things where we. We go through and get guys where they need to be. And what, usually once we get everybody settled in, it's usually pretty quick. Usually beginning of the – when we start matches, it's pretty quick. But um, up until then, there's always debate and concern, and guys are always talking and trying to figure out where they're going to go. But um, the big thing with me is just getting to a weight you feel comfortable with and getting to, you know, where you feel like you can keep working hard and getting better. Um, and, you know, you can – you know, if you want to worry about your weight, do it after practice kind of thing rather than – struggling every day with your weight and all that. just It's one of those things that's a real fine line that you play with as far as that goes, but you know, once guys get it figured out a little bit, usually
0: we settle in and we're, we're in pretty good shape after that. Coach, as far as your roster goes, you have a mix of veterans and of rookies. Uh, I know you have some state uh, tournament people coming back, and you also have some guys coming up from the middle school team who had an undefeated regular season last year.
5: Yeah, we've got um, kind of the main guy coming back for our team last year is probably Brett Haskins. Um, Brett was a, a state runner-up the year before, was a match away from placing last year, and actually beat, um, even though he didn't place, he put, beat a guy that was a state placer the year before in the round before um, he lost. So his weight class was just really loaded. Um, there were state, there was actually a state champ in there that didn't didn't place either. So um, you know, so really looking for him to make a big jump. Um, I was really excited about having him back as a senior. Um, this year, and also finished sixth this freshman year, um, and then we've got a bunch of guys with that are coming back that have a lot of potential, obviously. And um, I think with a full season, that will make a lot, a big, big difference for those guys. Um, and then with the middle school guys that you talk about, um, with Cooper Durst and then um, uh, Ethan Kay, both of those guys are um, very quality guys. Um, you know, it's one of those things that you just got to see how well they transition over to the high school level. Um, but both are super good kids. I really like them both. I think they're, they're apt to do well. It's just one of those things that you won't really know until they get out there, um, and I think they've got a good mindset about them that even if things don't go well, I think they'll still be able to adjust and um, you know, transition over the course of the season if it doesn't happen right away for them.
0: Coach, you have a couple of familiar faces back uh, assisting you on the staff with uh, Jared Hughes and Ethan Coons.
5: Yeah, those are two guys that we we had help last year, and Ethan, I think the year before that even. And um, really glad to have them. We haven't. Um, I've had a few different assistant coaches, and, and guys have just had to step away for different reasons, whether they're tied up with work or you know getting called into, into other duties and things like that, and just couldn't supply the time that they need to with it. But um, with Jared and Ethan, they both uh, they both bring a, a lot to the table. Um, Jared's had some head coaching experience at Ravenswood. Um, and had some state champs and, and some um, state placers under him when he was there, um, and then has helped out our middle school midget league over the last few years and then us the last two. Um, and then Ethan's kind of that you've got that youth to him to where he's um, he's a little bit fresher, so he's a little bit more, um, you know, he kind of blends in with them a little bit to some extent, but at the same time um, he's starting to transition over to a, to a coach pretty well, and I, I'm glad to have him back. I think he's a, he's a good guy to have around as
0: well. And, uh, Coach, it seems like every year you put together a really rugged schedule for your team, and this year is no different. As, a, as I look at it, you see your first match on December 1, and there's nobody else but Parkersburg South, the defending AAA state champs. Right off the bat.
5: Yeah, we, we always want to wrestle them. I mean, they're, they're in our region, so obviously for that it's, it's a good thing. But we've wrestled them every year, even even without that, um, that, that we can get with them. Um, they're obviously, you know, being a defending state champ, your, your team's obviously very good and solid. Um, they did lose a few guys, but they, they gain a few guys, and they, they do it every year. They reload, and they're, they're extremely tough. And, you know, it's one of those things where especially starting to wrestle them right out of the gate is, is a cool thing because you can kind of see exactly where you're at. And... Um, You know, from there, you're kind of—I don't want to say you trickle down, but at the same time, you're kind of getting a good, real good indicator where you're
0: at. And coach, you wrestle not only the top teams in West Virginia, but there's two tournaments in Ohio that you go to annually, and you see some really rugged competition in the Buckeye State.
5: Yeah, we go to North Canton, Ohio, for their their holiday tournament um, at the end of December, Um, and then um, Top Gun, which is in Alliance, Ohio. Um, it's up around Cleveland area, um, around the um, North Canton area as well. Um, but both tournaments are very, very tough. North Canton has been one of those that we've, I think we've went to, I think every year that I've been at the high school actually. Um, and it's a very tough tournament, it has been for years and years. Um, and then Top Gun has been one of those tournaments that was considered one of the top, uh, top five, top teams in the uh, top ten tournaments in the country um, at one point. And um, it's still extremely tough. I mean, there's a lot of really good schools that go there. Um, so we've had guys that have been um, state champs and um, state runner-ups and things like that that go and don't place at those tournaments. So um, I think it, it's one of those things where you go and you get tested at, at those bigger tournaments so that way when you start going to the state tournaments a little bit, um, I don't want to feel, say it feels a little bit easier, but um, you're as uh, prepared as you can possibly be. When you go and you wrestle, especially some teams we don't see all the time, um, you have to be ready for any different style or any different different guy because we don't see those teams often. Um, so when we go out and compete, it's it's a little bit more of a go out and see exactly where you're at versus um, scouting somebody or doing something like that. It's more, you know, am I getting myself as prepared as I can to go out and compete because I don't know who I'm going to wrestle, like what they do and that kind of thing. Um, you may see them wrestle during the tournament, but that's about it. So um, I think it's just a good experience for those guys. And it, it I think it always – Just toughens them up as the season goes. And, you know, like I said, we we try to get better and better as the season goes. And you add those tournaments in in December and January, um, they're spaced out enough, too, to where you've got two really tough ones there,
0: um, along with some other ones that we do have, too. All right. Former Viking state champion and now entering his 12th season at the helm of the Viking wrestling program, Matt Smith. Good luck this year. All right. Thanks. We appreciate it. Remember,
1: for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.